Hey everyone, Quincy here. Wanted to say thank you for catching this replay of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro show on your audio platform of choice. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also learn more and enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. We're all here to ride the MSL wave of the Mental Strength League. I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show. Yo, what up, Georgie? What's happening? 37 Shannon, welcome, welcome. Uh, Gregory, what's going on? Alexis, what's happening? What's happening? The Luca, what's going on? Carly Perez, welcome in, welcome in. New York City FC, what's happening? Ernie, you guys... Hey, Joe Jackson, what's going on? Guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm going to tell you to hold on a second. You're going to be in for an amazing treat, an amazing treat, okay? So hold on one second. Make sure you guys don't go anywhere. Make sure you don't go anywhere. Just one second. Yo, Wayne, what's going on? Oh, let me turn this up. Wayne, what's going on, brother? What up, everybody? Drop in your I'm in your head emojis. Let me see what's going on. You guys know what it is. It's another episode of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show with your host, 11-year MLS Pro. Hey, hold on, little one. I know. Go outside. Go outside. Hey, go outside. Yeah, it's all right. Here we go. <laughs> Yo, my bad, everybody. My son just ran in here naked. Uh, Wayne, let me... Let me buzz you in, bro. Yo, hold on one second, guys. Let me see what I'm looking for. There we go. Wayne, I'm going to W. Ah, there we go. Man, I don't, this stupid thing. When uh, you should be able to buzz in, bro. Hold on. There we go. Special guest for you guys, Wayne. You can just buzz it. Was good. <laughs> I'm a okay. What's good, brother? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, man. Uh, got set up for the show. You know, we do the show every Thursday. You know, you were out here with me in D.C., bro. Still got the show going strong. How you been? Yeah, I've been good. Um, it's difficult time for everyone, for for you, for me, for everyone, families. Um, every, for everyone, it's a difficult time, so we have to just be as positive, positive as we can. Got you, brother. Yeah, I know you, you just kind of gave me a call, which was, which was dope. It was great to hear from you, man. I know it is difficult times, like you're saying. Uh, but as you know, on the Ask Soccer Pro Show, we talk about the MSL or the Mental Strength League, you know, so everyone can uh, figure out how best to adapt during difficult times like this. Um, I'm, I'm really happy you're able to jump in for a little bit with how everything is kind of going. What do you think are a couple of things uh, 
that what are a couple things you feel that people can be mindful of that will help them get through this time? Um, I don't know. I think in terms of what, in terms of, 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 of football or soccer or in terms of life, what, what, what do you mean? I love that. See, I love that. That's high level thinking, bro. What are some, what are some lessons that you've learned that have helped you be successful on the field that you feel apply to what, the uncertainty of kind of what's going on in the world for everybody right now? I think first of all, in terms of on the field is being as unique, being as honest as you can be, because if you're honest with yourself, you're honest with your teammates, um, you'll earn respect from them teammates. I come over to um, MLS um, and I had a, a great time, but I also, I took in the culture, I took in my teammates, um, I really enjoyed it. And then in terms of life, we're all in a very, very difficult position where let's just, you know, try and get through it. We're all in a very, very bad situation. Let's get through it. There's going to be pay cuts, there's going to be people losing money, losing jobs. Let's just get through it. Got you. What do you, uh, I really like, I really like what you mentioned in terms of like honesty. Uh, the first core value here at Perfect Soccer is self-honesty. That's what we talk a lot about. A lot of self-reflection and understanding um, what you can do to prepare and what you can do to be better. So during a time like this, many people feel as though, you know, you can't prepare for this. This is unpredictable. No one was seeing something like this happening. Uh, even though that might be the case now, what do you feel uh, guys should be focusing on, guys and girls should be focusing on most in this time? Getting through it, living. I think that's the most important thing for this situation. But I think, as you said, no one can prepare for this. No one in, in the world can prepare for what, what, what's happened. But I think in general, when we get through this, we will get through this, when we do get through this, Prepare for life after whatever job you're doing. Prepare for life after football, after politics, whatever your your job entitle is. Mm. Prepare for your life after that because no one knows this might happen again. And when it does, you have to be in the best position to to handle yourself, to look after yourself, to look after your family. And it's um, it's strange times. It's very strange times for everyone. For for those over in England. For use in america it's it's a very difficult time and the one thing i want to say is for for me playing in mls mm. i fear for them players in mls because i know how the mls is run i know how it's run yep and i really do fear for the players in the next two or three months got you I, I I don't disagree with you. Um, I think I think you know because we you know we we uh, we spent a lot of time talking uh, at length last year about just the difference of how it works here in the U.S. versus back in the U.K. The kind of assurances they have in the U.K. versus how it operates here. Um, oh no! Don't get, don't get me wrong. It's going to be a very difficult situation in the U.K. Also, so mm -hmm. me coming back to the UK and realising the difficulties it's going to be in the UK, 
made me think they're having these difficulties in the UK what's it going to be like in the MLS it's going to be 10 times worse yep so that's why I'm thinking this is a very bad situation for everyone but for the lads in the MLS who are not getting paid nowhere near as much money as the lads are in in England yep. I fear for them and the players' union have to protect them players. They have to. I agree. What do you What do you feel are some things that we could uh, we should be mindful of, or things that we should? Uh, I won't. I won't say demand, but expect. Um, I think the first thing you can expect is probably a zero percent salary coming in. And that's my honest opinion. I think yep. that's the way the MLS will go. I yep. hope they don't because that would be the disasters. I think the best thing you could expect is football will get played again very soon and the MLS will try and protect them players. The owners who um, have lived on this franchise and everything, the the gonna pay millions, get millions back from the franchise but put very little in. They have to understand now now is their time. Now is their time to protect the MLS, to protect the players because if they don't, the MLS will move back ten years. Yes. Yep. No, I, I agree. Um I know I mean there's a lot of positive and a lot of great things that I know you loved about being in the States and and uh for, for all the issues that there are with the league, there are a lot of benefits and upside to that as well too. What did you see as being, uh, what, did, what, 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 what makes you believe that MLS is something that will be a really big top league in the future when they get these things right? There's so much potential there, so much potential in terms of, you see the, the other big sports in the States, here, basketball, NFL, hockey, um, whatever it is, there's so much potential, there's so much market, and there's so much product there to be so big. And I think I, I said it before I left in DC. They have to go on the rules which the rest of Europe are taking. They have to. They have to bring in an open salary, which although they might want to. And I know the rest of the sports in the US don't do that. But if they want to get to the level they want to get to in football or soccer, mm -hmm. they have to do that because otherwise they're not, they'll never get there. They'll always get players um, like myself, like Zlatan, who are coming to the end of their careers. Um, and we can give you so much, but we can't give you... I, couldn't, I can't give DC Wayne Rooney from 10 years ago. That you... Zlatan can't give himself from 10 years ago. We can give you ourselves from now where we can go there and we can earn a decent amount of money mm -hmm. and give the likes of yourself, other, other players or the, the fans something to look at and a bit of entertainment. But we can't give you our, our full potential. But if they want players at their full potential, they have to take the salary cap off and the one thing I think the big thing for me leaving there and it's still now deep inside me is they have to look after the American players 
they have to. Yeah. The American players and being there, they're no different to the South American, the English, the um, Spanish, the whatever nationality you are. You know, yep. the American players work just as hard, if not harder, but get taken advantage of. And uh, yeah, I was I was actually gonna I was gonna ask you about that, and uh, I'm glad you brought that up. And we've talked about that here on the show, especially in the past as well too. And um, I think the culture here has always been to take advantage of American players, so people might not necessarily see that happening. So from kind of like from your perspective, how did you see how did you see that, and what what was that like? What was that like learning how it worked here and how how American players were taken advantage of? Um, I didn't realise it obviously before I went, but when I got there, I seen it. And my first week, um, we had a player who we finished training. He got told he was getting transferred on to somewhere else, and I was like, "Wow, what? he coming from training? I was like, "What's going on here? <laughs> Why? Where's he gone? <laughs> Where is he? What's going on?" So it's difficult, and then I spoke to Steve a lot, and. It just didn't sit right with me. I was like, can they do that? Is that is it that easy to do? Is that easy to actually move someone on, get rid of them? And there's no thought behind it in terms of this player might have a family, might have children, might have um, whatever, a life here. But all of a sudden, they might get told, no, what, move on. And I know that works in basketball, in, in NFL. Mm-hmm. But with them players, they get paid millions and millions of pounds, so they can afford to actually do that. Where MLS players can't, they get a. I think they probably get a, a, a small percentage of money, which won't even cover the bills, won't even cover what they have to live on. So it's it's wrong for that to happen, and I think the MLS need to really look at that because I think. From seeing it, a lot of them owners, a lot of the owner of the MLS is taking advantage of the league, which is affecting American players. And it might benefit for me. I went there for eighteen months. For Zlatan, I was there for two years. Yep. We benefited benefited from getting a good reputation in the USA, um, scoring a few goals, whatever. But for for the guys who you leave behind, which I've never forgotten, I speak to you, I speak to Steve, mm-hmm. um, it still sits wrong with me, deep inside me, which I don't think that's the case with all foreign players who are coming in because they don't build them relationships. Yes. Why do you, why do you feel, what, what made you kind of build those relationships? Do you think that's just kind of who you are or like how, what, 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 uh, because we we would talk about that a lot, and I I was always I always admired your um, your willingness to get to know your players and your willingness to really put your put yourself in front of players. Um, that's what I've always respected a lot about you. Um, you're you're not afraid to say what's right, as opposed to doing what's easy, which is something I never saw out of a lot of foreign guys who came into our league. You know, they'd see it as an opportunity to make some money be on vacation and then bounce. And uh, I always saw you working hard to understand the issues in the locker room, understand the issues with the union. I mean, 
you came in and spoke at hours at length with with us when we came with Letty Booth and and Ty Harden and I'd never seen a DP take initiative like that and I really appreciated that and respect that of you. So like why do you what what drew you to want to to be an active member and to be involved and even to kind of come here again and connect and talk about this right now? Because I care. I've built relationships with players um, and in my opinion every single one of the players I play with at DC United are my equal. So I'm not above any of them players. So when I see what's going on with the league, I want to, if I... I can have any voice at all in that, I will. So you're my equal, um, Steve's my equal, Bill's my equal. We're all equals. So, whether I've played for Manchester United in the past or other teams in the past, we're all equal. No, I appreciate. I, I appreciate that. My 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 signal, my call, mate. I think it's uh, me batting my phone. Oh no, it's all good. Um, yeah, I think your phone is cut more. Do you hear me? Oh. No, so maybe uh, we'll, maybe we'll get Wayne back in here in a minute. But uh, yeah, love that dude, man. He's a good guy, and we always had some great conversations and stuff. So if he hops back in, that's great. But that was the that was a little a surprise for you guys. Uh, he gave me a call and said he wanted to call in and, and speak for a little bit. So I was juiced to have him join in. But today's special guest is Ty Rose. Shout out, uh, Ty Rose. Ty, if you are in, if yo, what up, Don? Thanks for dropping in. Uh, Ty, can you uh, drop a drop a comment or something so I can find you on your account and we can make sure that we we get you in here. Um, I'm excited for today's episode uh, because we are having Ty, who was awarded Coach of the Year this year and last year, won back-to-back -back Central uh, Section Division, I'm sorry, Central Section Division titles, and uh, has a current state rank of 29 and the national ranking of 94. But most importantly, he comes from my hometown, Bakersfield, California. So I'm juiced to talk to Ty. Uh, a lot of you guys were wanting to hear from a coach's perspective, get an understanding of ways in which you can improve and and be. Oh, there we go. What's up, Ty? Uh, be what coaches are looking for. Yeah. So shout out, uh, shout out Bakersfield. Joe, what's going on? Uh, yo, what's going on, Ty? How you doing, brother? Hey, good. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. Um, yeah, uh, how you been? I've been uh, just enjoying some family time with the, the quarantine and um, just trying to get through it like everybody else. But Yo, everything's uh, good. No, I'm glad to hear that. So, so we want to bring it all together here. So, as you as you know, Katie works for us here at Perfect Soccer. She's awesome. She's a rock star. She had let us know that you would be a, an amazing, perfect guest for the show, um, that you've been doing some amazing work back there in California, uh, Bakersfield, California, um, my hometown. 
Uh, I'm not sure. Are you born and raised in Bakersfield? Uh, I was born in Texas, but I've been in Bakersfield most of my life. So um, pretty much Got all, you, so. all Bakersfield. Got you. So how, uh, how, before we kind of get into it, and guys, everybody here, spam that heart button. Uh, thank Ty for joining in, dropping your I'm your head emojis. And here's your chance to speak to a coach, get your questions answered, and we can kind of have the dynamic. So Ty, I like the, I like the show to be more open, open-ended. We take in questions from the community, but I also like to do what's the mental breakdown. So we really understand your mentality, your philosophy, and how you've been able to uh, create a successful program um, with very limited resources, which is my understanding of kind of where, where you started out with the club. Uh, you're, would, you, would you please give us kind of a background as to who you are, what you're doing, and how you got to where you're at right now? Uh, well, I teach and I, I coach at, at Foothill High School. And, um, you know, how I got where I am uh, is um, just building a program uh, I think once I took over as the, the varsity boys coach, I had some ideas about what a good program might be. And it took me a while to get it fully implemented. But uh, now I can sit here today and, and be pretty, pretty happy with the, the finished product and where we're headed and the kind of student athletes that, that are coming out of the program and, and soccer players as well. And so it's been a, a rewarding experience. It's a tough job. Um, when I took it, I knew I was going to face some some challenges, um, but the 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 kids there are, are are great, and we've been able to build something pretty special on the east side of uh, Bakersfield. Nice. So, what do you feel? What do you feel has allowed you to to figure it out? What, what if you said it's it comes down to one thing that has allowed me to remain focused on so I could get to where you're saying you've got a finalized product, what, what would you say that one thing is? Uh, I'd say the one thing is, is um, I owe a lot to my assistant coaches at the lower level. You know, we depend a lot on player development. Uh, we don't get a lot of club soccer kids. Uh, we don't get a lot of uh, kids that have, you know, elite coaches and training when they're growing up, but we have some very talented kids. And so I knew that if I could, have something consistent for them uh, at the lower levels and and um, for four years and and really develop their their talents and make them better players then that was going to be our way to compete with some of these other schools that uh, maybe have a higher pedigree or whatever it might be with coaching and so i knew that was going to be the key so we have a a lot of consistency in what i'm expecting at my lower levels and it translates right into you know what i'm trying to do at the varsity level and so i say that'd be the the number one key of what we've been able to do got you and i okay so let's kind of let's go along the lines of the theme of consistency because i heard that that was kind of uh that was what stood out to me in in what you were explaining there in terms of player development right consistency is key in in, in player development so so for a lot of the kids here who are who don't play for their local club or don't have a club team might not be able to afford a club team can't travel to one or you know high school is the only level that they're able to play at a lot of them especially in the comment section i've noticed are feeling that they're at a disadvantage because of that and in some ways they are um but what do you what do you see what do you see they have 
that the kids who have all the all of the training and the resources and the money, what advantage do you see that those kids have that the kids that uh, have everything don't? Uh, well, you know, this is our slogan a couple years ago. What's uh, that? Hard over hype. And uh, I think okay. I think the kids that I coach have have a lot of heart, and they may not have everything spoon fed to them. Um, but you know, sometimes there's, there's two paths in life and the, the easy road is, is easy, but the, the tough muddier road makes you stronger along the way, you know? And so these kids, um, they're taking the, the harder road. A lot of them are, and, uh, they come out stronger for it. You know, they don't let it, their, their circumstances or where they're from determine their, their outcomes. And, um, I love coaching where I coach. I w I've coached on, um, you know, maybe the, some wealthier schools and, um, I love those kids too, but the, the work ethic and, uh, you know, they're, you ask them to do something, they're going to do it and they're going to work hard and not be afraid of, of working hard. And I think that's the advantage that, that they would have over someone else that is maybe given more. Got you. I love that. We, uh, what we talk about here is your disadvantage is your advantage. And uh, we, we developed the long-term winner's mindset here, right? So right. if we can look at our disadvantage and we embrace it, in the short term, it might be the reason why we lose, but it'll be the reason why we win in the long term. So I, I love that, you know, heart over hype very much aligns with that ethos and that, that philosophy. And I think to, to the point of the things that we talk about here in terms of finding success at whatever level you're at and achieving wherever you want to get to, I think it, it transcends every level that you're at. So it's really, it's really awesome to hear um, that you see that same parallel and it's always good for the kids to hear it from multiple perspectives, you know, multiple angles. Uh, so they know when, when coach is telling them this and, you know, and maybe a pro player comes in and says, Hey, listen, your coach, he, he's, he's saying the same things. Um, sometimes it just sinks in a little bit different, which is, which is what we're hoping to achieve here. And uh, hopefully a lot of you guys are getting something out of this. So everyone let's spam that heart button. If you're loving heart over hype, cause I'm loving that. I like that. That's a, that's a good one, man. Um, I know you got a couple of your players are j jumping in here and saying, what's up. I don't know if you know all their Instagram handles or not. Uh, I, I don't know if I do either. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. You got ghosty uh, said, Hey, what's going on? uh shia s-h-i-a underscore two x said coach chicho that's that right? that's uh yeah one of my my frost off coats oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that's what's up yeah see everyone's spamming that heart button right there um who who aligns with heart over hype let me let me know your thoughts on that if you guys are loving that um yeah on the show so we, we i like to I like to bounce back between making sure we're getting questions in from the questions in from the audience as well as uh, uh, some some things I like to hear from what's coming on your side. So let's see. Earl said, uh, "How can your high school kids who have to work still keep improving?" Uh, well, you know, a lot of my kids, you know, have to have to work and balance out with soccer and help out around the house and. I have a lot of professional babysitters on my team mm -hmm. <laughs> that are that are helping out and and doing all kinds of stuff and I have a lot of kids that you know are doing really well in school and balancing that with with soccer as well and I always tell my students 
and my soccer players, you'll never have more time than you do right now as a high schooler. And it may seem like you've got a, a busy, busy plate, but that never changes, you know, when the older you get, the more you'll have on your plate and the more you'll, you'll have to kind of take care of. So it's good to, um, just attack it and try to get as much as you can in, in one day done. And it may be work, it may be soccer, but you got to learn how to manage that time and, and make it happen, you know, if you really want something. I love that. Um, uh, to type that. Oh, Wayne said, sorry, mate, had to go. Miss you. Call me when you're... <laughs> of course, brother, good to see you. Miss you too, brother. Love you. Mean it. Uh, uh, and then always talk after Wayne Rooney. That helps too. <laughs> if you want hey, to be successful, just go do whatever Wayne Rooney does. That's all I'm saying, bro. Hey, when I when when he called me up, I said, "Oh, this is gonna be great." Uh, uh, Ty's kids are gonna get a kick out of that. They're gonna they, love that. They're gonna so, really like that. There you go. That's awesome, brother. Um, uh, to highlight what what you talked about, we talk a lot about here over time. So for me, I say, "Hey, your most valuable asset is time," and what we really focus on here is trying to make mistakes of money not mistakes of time. So you, you, if you're gonna look in the future, man, man, I shouldn't have spent that much money or whatever, you go, okay. But you want to avoid going, man, I wish I didn't waste that much time because you can't get it back. Um, so uh, speaking further to that, you guys, you have 168 hours in every week, okay? You have way more time to get stuff done than you think you do. And a big reason why we created, I don't know, uh, Ty, if you got a chance to kind of go through our training center, I know I threw a lot at you pretty quickly. But those of you can go to perfectsoccerskills.com slash create account. We have a free time management worksheet that helps you see your time so you can see how much of your time you're wasting. Because a lot of you aren't working as, just like Coach Ty has said, you are not doing anywhere near as much. I know everybody's working and some are working harder than others, and some don't have as many resources as others. But we all have the same amount of time, but we can all work to get as much out of our time, much, uh, much more out of our time than possible, especially when you're in high school. So, um, uh, was it? Wayne said his most valuable asset is the beard. Time is priceless. <laughs> he said he's loving, he's loving the beard, bro. <laughs> Gotta fear the beard. My beard is legendary around uh, around Foothill. That's awesome. <laughs> I only I only shave when we lose, uh, and so the kids get pretty amped about growing the beard out. And, so you uh, so you never shave. That's what you're telling me. I didn't shave for a while. We yeah. lost one time this year, so uh, <laughs> the beard was getting a little out of control. My wife not a huge fan of that, but uh, <laughs> but she's a fan of she's a fan of winning. So if there's that's a trade off, okay, if there's great. a trade off, that's decent. Uh, let's see what we got here. We got a couple more questions in the, let me see. Okay. Let's see. Simple, straight to the point ones. Sonia had asked, how many teams have you coached? Uh, I've coached a lot of teams. I mean, I was in the club soccer world for a while, um, local club soccer world for a while. And I've coached all levels of high school soccer, um, from JV girls. JV boys to uh, to varsity boys. I coached uh, mostly at Foothill um, for the last nine years, and I coached two years of varsity boys before that at uh, South High, also a school in Bakersfield, um, and then coached uh, a few club a few club teams as well along the way. Um, so uh, too many to count. 
<laughs> Got you. No, two, that's high good. School, two high schools. Lots of lots of experience. That's good. Let's see what we got here. Okay, we're gonna now we're going from that to straight into some real stuff. Okay, uh, what does the canceling of DAs in the U.S. tell us about the future after the pandemic? Uh, you know, it's gonna be tough for everybody right now to to keep their organizations together and, and get kids developing. Um, whether it's me at the high school level or uh, teams at the DA level or a club seasons cut short. Um, so for a lot of kids, it's going to be, it's going to be tough to, to keep it going. Um, I actually shared some of the, the uh, train videos that you guys had set up for the, you had some uh, like a week one with the COVID-19. Oh, okay. I sent that out to my captains and, you know, kids are going to have to find a, find a, find a program and, and kind of do some things around their house and in their backyards. And, um, it's going to be interesting, uh, especially you know, for all programs, not just just in the high school level, the DA level, club soccer level. Um, the development's going to take a a little hit, um, so it's going to be interesting. Got you. So what uh, what coach is referring to is um, our we we create. Sorry, I'm getting all over the place now. So Ryan, our B Pro general manager, joined in last week, and he let everybody know about the COVID-19 at-home weekly training program that we put together for our B Pro division. So uh, if you guys go over to perfectsoccerskills.com/slash/create-account, Earl, if you're in there, if you could type that so I can pin that to the bottom, you guys can go ahead and um, uh, create your free account, and you can get access to that week program that Ty was referring to. Uh, there's three levels: basic, intermediate, and advanced. And it's just so you guys can at least maintain um, some training from home. Um, as, as everybody who's joined in in the past knows, I, was in, I am still in the middle of my free agency year, right? This is probably going to turn into an entire free agency year with how everything is panning out. But uh, being a pro player and without team, a lot of my programs are things I have to do from home. And I have to keep myself and hold myself accountable to maintaining my fitness and, and improving. So, you know. I'm in the same boat as a kid who is, you know, maybe in their freshman year of high school playing for their, for their team. And these programs are, are designed to help you improve even when you don't have a lot of stuff around. So to coaches point, consistency is key and doing this on a weekly basis, uh, regardless of how long this pandemic is actually going to last for is extremely important. So yeah, no, thanks for sharing that with the, with your, with your kids, hopefully, hopefully they get some, some value out of that. And then I wanted to say, oh, Sarah, oh, Sarah had asked the question about how, how high school kids who have to work keep improving their game. Uh, but you had, you had already answered that. Uh, I think I'd said Earl, I saw Earl typed it in the comment section. Let me see. Uh, you... Hey, sorry to interrupt, but if you've enjoyed listening to this episode and learning what it takes to increase your mental strength, well, how would you like to work with me one-on-one -on -one directly? Now you can with B-Pro Mentality. Head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash B-Pro, that's perfectsoccerskills.com slash B-E-P-R-O to apply to work with our network of pro players today. Uh, okay, here you go. So Hall uh, off the wall asked, how are you keeping your players motivated during the pandemic? Uh, it's, it's tough, you know, uh, especially for my seniors, 
you know, they're not gonna be in the program next year, but they're missing out on graduation and uh, yeah. uh, they're missing out on all the, the, the senior stuff that you get to do. And, um, you know, at this time of the year, we're usually starting to get in the weight room and starting to do some touch work, a little bit of fitness, a couple of days a week to supplement what they're doing with um, their, their other teams. And we're not able to do that, you know? So uh, it's, it's a little bit tough, I'm not gonna lie. Um, we're also trying to fundraise, you know, <laughs> for, for the season. We're always fundraising, and that's tough when kids can't be at school asking their teachers and uh, out and about doing that. So uh, there's a lot of challenges, but, you know, I keep in communicating. I have my – I communicate with my captains, and I have my captains kind of send things out. So if I see some training stuff that um, I think would be valuable, I'll send it out. Um, at the end of the year, they get player evaluation forms. Uh, that the coaching staff goes through and um, they kind of rate themselves on their performance for the year and we rate them and give them some advice for for what to do in the off season to kind of address their weaknesses and make them strengths and so they should have that with them and and should have some some things that we do throughout the season that they can kind of go to on their own and and get after it so Love that. You know, you guys, if you're loving, you're loving the knowledge that coach is dropping in on you right now, spam that heart button. Oh, I'm seeing that, loving that. Everyone spam that heart button. Drop your I'm in your head emojis because you're downloading. You guys are downloading that knowledge in, in your brains, right? Loving that. Um, I'm loving, I'm loving that. Let's see what we got here. Uh, oh, okay. I got a question for you. Do you have any questions for me? as a pro and, uh, and, uh, just on the coaching side. Um, so I was wondering, uh, you know, as a pro, um, what has been what kind of, what, how do it help coaches? What have the coaches done that have you've connected with the most? What was kind of the thing that, um, they did for you that kind of led you to appreciate them and respect them and what they were, what they were doing? Uh, okay, I'll tell you the, the the number one most important thing a coach could ever do to connect with their locker room and kids, you know, at any level, and most don't believe this, and they shy away from it sometimes, is be honest with the, the kid, the person. So I'll just speak for me. Be honest with me. If you think I'm crap, tell me I'm crap, but also tell me why I'm crap, right? And be honest with why. If you're not playing me because you don't think I'm good enough and you don't see that there's any opportunity for me to play in the future. Don't lie to me and tell me that, Oh yeah, if you keep working hard, you know, it's going to work out. No, you say, Hey, look, you can keep working hard and you can earn an opportunity. You might earn an opportunity with me in the future, but with what I've seen right now, I'm, I'm be honest with you. I don't see it. It doesn't mean you can't change my mind, but changing my mind is going to be really difficult. So if you want to stick here, stay here and try, I respect you for that. But if you feel that you need to go somewhere else, I'll help you move on. And I think most coaches don't do that enough because they get to points in time where they go, ah, well, I, saw, I might need him in a week or two or, you know, and they start to make a little compromises over time. And I don't think most coaches, I don't think in my experience, right? In my experience growing up, most coaches don't give players enough credit in terms of being smart, smart enough to read between the lines, smart enough to know that they're being lied to. They might not know specifically what it is, but they don't, it doesn't fit right, feel right. 
you know? Um, uh, so for me, that's most important. And I'd say it was difficult for coaches to connect with me over my career because of that, right? There was an inherent, uh, and, and a lot of times coaches, a coach's job is to learn how to earn the, their, their players' trust. And, um, and I'm a big advocate of you earn that over time by the work that you do and how you show it. It's, it's, you know what I mean? Um, so, so that's for me, what I, what I think, what I think it is. And then Wayne's, Wayne's still in here just talking crap, talking crap. <laughs> so Quincy, have you learned how to take free kicks yet? <laughs> of course, bro. I was teaching you how to get that. Wayne, Wayne, Wayne understands. I was giving him them pointers because I was watching close during the year with him and Lucho. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, for me, that's most important. And I've, I've had a lot of, I've had a lot of poor experiences for many different, you know what I mean? Many different reasons in, in that, but the one where you'll earn my respect as a player is when you'll, when you'll tell me the truth, even when it's, even when it's something I don't want to hear. And uh, hopefully a lot of players understand, I share that because I also want a lot of other, I want a lot of players to understand it's not easy to tell the truth. That's actually the hardest thing to do. So if someone's willing to tell you something they know you're not going to like to hear, you got to look at that, though it's difficult, as a positive because that person cares enough to tell you the truth or they care of you so little that they'll tell you the truth to your face, which also helps you because at least you know what you need to work on. So that's the way that I look at it. That's how I've navigated. And that's how I believe I've gotten to 11 plus years at the professional level. That's awesome. I like that. Yep. Um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Casty said, you'll be helping, you'll be helping out a lot more. Uh, I think that was in the middle of a conversation over there. Ryan said, Wayne with the banter. Uh, Gigi, Gigi said, honesty plus humble equals Ty Rose. Nice. There you go. Uh, that put the that put the smile on his face. Look at that. He loving that. Yo, if you guys are if if coach if Ty is your coach or you have any experience with Ty, drop below what you've learned from him and uh, and uh, share some of your thoughts on 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 your experience with him. What's something that you've you found valuable that he's taught you and has helped you in your soccer or life journey? Um, Wayne said he's out. Hey, uh, good night, brother. Love you too. I'll, uh, I'll connect with you here again soon. Uh, Ernie, uh, Ernie 23 said, uh, best scorekeeper in Foothill hit soccer history. Ernie was our stats guy uh, <laughs> for, for about four seasons. <laughs> love, <laughs> I love that. Uh, Let's see, everyone see. Uh, Andre said, everyone wants to be in the 11, but coaches should be honest with, with why someone isn't. Um, okay, while we're, we're, we're seeing that, what have you found to be the most difficult thing as a coach? Uh, for me, you know, it's, uh, I'm just one person. And um, for a while, you're in charge of, 20, 25 kids, you're one person, you have goalies, you have defenders, midfielders, forwards. Mm -hmm. And so for me, uh, making my practices 
uh, flow and, and be competitive and, uh, you know, get what I want out of the kids was, it was a little bit tough. Um, and so I had to um, really sit down and, and, and figure out each session what I want to get out of this and um, how I want to shape the, the, the training sessions and uh, to get the most out of the boys. And so f that was difficult. And for a while, we had really talented kids and it seemed like we'd have one really good year. And then one year where we graduated some seniors and we were, had maybe a down year. Um, and so building that program, like I talked about earlier, where uh, we took the kids as, as freshmen and said, this is what we expect of you. And my lower level coaches, you know, sticking with the, the game plan and just kind of attacking it more in a more systematic way. And pretty soon we're, we weren't having the, the down years, you know, it was more consistent. Gotcha. Um, and so I think just building that, that consistency was a big struggle for me initially. Um, I was tired of having good year, bad year um, type of thing. Yeah. Riding that, the up and down wave. Yeah. Um, okay. So that sounds to me like you, you did some deep self-reflection and you had to up level to self-awareness. So the first three steps of our philosophy here is self-honesty, self-initiative, self-accountability. Those are the three S's of self-awareness. And well, we teach this philosophy because it allows us to kind of uh, focus on us and figure out ways in which we can prove ourselves because we might not necessarily be able to con control our environment. So, uh, it sounds like you had up years, down years, up years, down years. And what was the consistency that you were lacking that wasn't allowing you to have, you know, good years consistently? So when you looked back at yourself, what, what were you missing? Or what, what, yeah, what were you missing as a coach? And what did you put in place? Uh, well, I think that I've had, I had a kind of rotating door at the lower levels. Um, and I wasn't necessarily able to choose, you know, Hey, here's who are my lower level coaches to be. And so it was hard to have, to implement, you know, what I wanted to do at the lower levels. Mm -hmm. And so I'd have a good year and I get almost like a new group of kids in gotcha. and it's like, okay, let's start with our defensive shape. And that would take half the year, you know, just to get that dialed in. And we weren't always very dynamic offensively. And it was like constantly playing catch up. And then once I got my like lower levels dialed in, then the guys come in, we're, we're starting already on our offensive pattern play and movement. And we just became a lot more dynamic. Uh, and I had a special group of kids come through the, the program too, where, you. you know, my best players suddenly were my best leaders and That's providing a good example on the field, off the field, getting good grades, fittest players hardest working players and so you had you have to have that too you know i've had some talented players who weren't weren't necessarily very good leaders um and it's it's caused problems but when you have your best players who are the hardest workers and it sets that standard for everybody else um and uh we work hard in the weight room too i gotta give a shout out to my my trainer gotcha um <laughs> we work hard in the weight room and sometimes I don't think at the high school level, especially um, coaches pay much attention to that with soccer. Yeah. Um, but that's a focus of ours. And uh, it may not be that we're necessarily very strong or 
but we have a mentality that we're stronger than everybody else. Got you. And that we're going to not be pushed off the ball and, and be tough in the air and that type of stuff. So Love that. that's, that's mental strength. Hey, yeah, exactly. Paul, Paul gave the, the, the strong arm emojis. I'm loving that. So let's see what we got here. And I, I see those questions on the negativity. So I'm going to make sure I, I get to that here in a second. Uh, Co, uh, Koa Tap said, leadership isn't built overnight. Um, 37 Shannon said that honest, uh, honesty is very important. Uh, Zuri had said, thank you for doing this. This is amazing. One thing I learned is that is when you want to get into a higher level, you want to train like you want it. Very true. Uh, Hall, of the, Hall of the Wall said he was a wonderful uh, coach and team player, always. Let's see what we got. And I'm going to get to you that one. Oh, uh, RX Ben underscore SR said, great history teacher and great soccer coach. Why, what can't this man do? I can't grow hair very well. But he can grow a mean beard as long as he <laughs> ever loses. Uh, K29, uh, K23 Hampton Hat asked, what is your advice if you disagree with your coach's analysis or of you or past or past coach, past coach. Uh, so, you know, in our program, we, we have some steps set in place of how to address, you know, Hey, you're thinking this, I'm thinking this. Um, and so we set aside and, uh, times in practice, you know, Hey, at the end of practice, that's the time to approach the coach and talk about, Hey, I want to get involved more. I want to be on the field more. Uh, you're playing me here. I, you know, whatever discussion it's going to be, it needs to be at the appropriate time. And it need, needs to make sure it doesn't detract from what the team's trying to do. Um, and so I'd say just find that that appropriate time to, to talk with the coach. And uh, like you said, honesty is kind of the, the best policy. And hopefully you have that that uh, confidence to just talk to your coach and, and say, hey, here's here's what I see. Here's... Um, what I want to want to be. Do you have any advice? How can I, how can I get to where, where I think I need to go? So, um, you know, that's coach's job is to provide that feedback and, uh, you have to have high standards, but you have to have high support as well. Um, and if you only have support with no standards, you're not going to be a very good coach. And if you only have high standards and no support, you're not going to be a very good coach either. So you got to have both, um, to be to be good got you and i uh, i'll uh kind of i'll echo that in terms of um not every coach is a great coach and but that doesn't change the fact that you can't do the work on your own to improve so uh just like ty had said if you don't have support well you have support of this community you can tap into this community and use it um you've got online coaches who can help you through it and then you also have the philosophy and mindset that you can use to develop it for yourself. Um, I started in Bakersfield, California. I was playing, you know, AYSO. Then I joined my club team. I played high school. And if anyone has already known my story, I didn't, didn't know or think I was good enough to play college. So I was going to go walk on for track and field. I got, I got recruited in the last game of my last tournament of my senior year and, uh, uh, got picked up, got offered, um, offered, what do you call it? An official visit by two coaches. I went to Davis, was there for academic. It turned into a good career, and then pro became an option. So you guys know 
my path, my goal wasn't to become pro, but what I'm, I've expressed to everybody is the reason why I became pro was because I was focused on being the best player I possibly could every single day I stepped on the field. That was my only focus because I enjoyed the game. I loved the game and I played, uh, I played like today is my last day to play the game. And, uh, you know, that mentality led to opportunity and those opportunities turned into eventual more opportunities. But what didn't change was my, my mindset, and my approach to the game every day. So hopefully that kind of helps everyone better understand that, you know, you, you don't need the best coaching, the best support and the best that you, you develop the best mindset and that can get you very far. And there's not one way to do it, you know, like, not one way at all. And uh, hopefully uh, everyone is understanding that and getting a lot out of that. Guys, if, you're, if you've been loving what's been happening so far on the live and, and digging everything that's going on, spam that hard button again. Let me see it. Yeah, I love that. Look at that. I don't know. Can you see that on your side, Ty? Yeah, I can. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love seeing the energy, everybody. We've got about five minutes, five more minutes before Instagram uh, kicks us off. But uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, K23 had said, hey, thanks for the advice. I will use that going forward with my college coach. I have a positive relationship with, with, um, with him, which is good. I didn't have a good relationship with my high school coach. Correct. Um, that's, I'm happy to hear that. And uh, though you want to learn from past relationships um, and uh, negative experiences, you also don't want to allow those negative experiences to prevent you from having a good experience um, today. So uh, loving that. Uh, cast, uh, cast 11 said, yes, thank you guys for your time. I promise. I promise to train my hardest. You're, you are all amazing. Loving that. Yeah. Everyone's really loving this, this episode, man. Um, I really appreciate you coming on here and, and sharing your, your thoughts, your philosophies and kind of what's going on on your side. Um, in these last couple of minutes, is there anything that you're wanting to share, highlight, promote, shout out, ask, ask the community? up to you man uh i wanted to to thank thank y'all for for supporting us and having me on it's been it's been a pretty cool experience i know my my uh my kids are gonna get a kick out of it and uh also give you a shout out you know that soccer ball behind you uh you donated a few to the team uh oh. this year and you know we we work really hard to provide our players with the the best equipment uh that that any team would have and so stuff like that is just really super cool um i know you've supported your your alma mater before liberty high school and and so we we appreciate you uh remembering bakersfield and and where you came from and uh, we appreciate that a lot of course brother i appreciate that man um so did you get have you gotten our most recent match balls because if you got the, if you got the ones earlier this year you got our the training balls yeah I think so. Yeah, though it looked like the one behind you. There. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this one was a depends which version on it. So each time we get you guys' feedback, we go and improve the ball and improve the ball. So we just recently got the the match ball completed and finalized. So it's like uh, uh, what do you call it? Hand stitched leather panel one. Uh, I like it a lot. We'll make sure we get you guys out a couple a uh, couple of those one, new ones as well here too. So you got those. And uh, my my team, we're trying to. Um, if you hit my Instagram handle, 
Mm-hmm. Um, my team, we're trying to fundraise right now for our, our section championship rings. Gotcha. Um, and so if anyone wants to throw a couple of dollars in, I'm, I'm matching every donation under $10 this week. Love so that. we're looking for the small donations this week. Um, if anyone wants to chip in a couple bucks, that'd be awesome. Got you. And that is, um, that's so a GoFundMe. Yeah. GoFundMe. Okay. And what's, what's your, uh, what's, what, what are you trying to reach? Uh, we're trying to get, we've, we're halfway there to $3,000. So gotcha. we're at like 1500 bucks right now. So. No, that's awesome. Um, yeah, guys. So make sure you check out, uh, what was your handle? So I know. Uh, T Rose one, four surf t rose 14 surf and the links in my bio so awesome t rose 14 surf um yeah so you can go and uh donate to the gofundme so i'm loving that we got everybody in here saying thank you uh thank uh joe jackson said thank you both for the knowledge bombs give me the the jesus hands uh, uh joe chug i had said thank you um yeah sarah had asked what your goal was their goal is three thousand dollars uh she had said great episode uh thank you both um msl fan page go shout out msl fan page i don't know i don't know who's managing that account they set that up so appreciate your time msl gets stronger every day that's right guys we're building a community 10 million strong um yeah amy said building future mls players right there love that uh let's see what else we got here uh ryan had told franklin make sure to turn on push notifications so you don't miss out next week yep so guys we go live every thursday um 6 p.m pst 9 p.m est to break down the msl uh mental strength league and get amazing insights from individuals just like uh coach ty here um the program the the free weekly program that we were discussing uh can be access at the link below perfectsoccerskills.com slash create accounts. Uh, I think a couple other things for those of you, I know a lot of the, I know probably a lot of your players are, are gamers, right? They play a little bit of uh, FIFA. Yes, they do. More so, than a little bit. More, more than a little bit. So, okay. So uh, once I actually, once I get off the show right here, I'm going to upload the video that Toter just helped us finish editing. It was, uh, it was the, our first official hashtag the season goes on. Uh, MLS FIFA 2020 challenge. Earl Edwards is our first official perfect soccer gamer. So he took on uh, Tommy Thompson of the San Jose Earthquakes last week on Twitch, and we've got the uh, we've got the Twitch replay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna upload that here. So if you guys love FIFA, uh, Earl's actually gonna be playing the second the second round of that this Saturday against Toronto. I forget his name. Mark Marky. Yeah, Earl's already given the the uh, <laughs> controller earl who are you playing on on saturday so we had the ask the soccer pro show tonight the replay will be up tomorrow and then you guys can also after you re-download this knowledge and take all these notes join us over on twitch.com uh, slash perfect soccer gamer you can watch earl um hopefully get another w uh for uh for the team but yeah we've got two minutes here uh before live officially kicks us off um I want to thank everybody for joining in. Ty, did you have anything else that you wanted to share or say? No, just uh, go go Trojans. Hard over hype. Love that. Hard over hype. All right, brother. Hey, thanks again for joining in. I really appreciate it. All right. Thank you, man. Yep. Bye. All right. Yep. Yeah, so uh, one minute left. Like I said, big shout out and thanks to Ty for joining in. 
shared a lot of great insight, especially from the coach's perspective. Guys, spam that heart button until we make our way out and it's all over. Let me see your I'm in your head emojis. And uh, give me some Jesus hands if you're planning on joining in on the live, the Twitch live stream this Saturday with Earl and checking out the, uh, the live replay. I'm going to upload the live replay over on Instagram and YouTube. So, uh, guys, go over there, drop some comments, let us know what your funniest moment was from the, from the replay, and also drop your aggregate score predictions for the game on Saturday. The uh, grand prize up, to, up for grab is a perfect soccer, soccer quarantine care package. So if you guys want to check out what's, uh, what comes with that, go to perfectsoccerskills.com slash the season goes on. Um, over like $1,000 in prizes, and then I'll be doing other giveaways and stuff in the comments section as well, too. So I got 30 seconds left. That soccer dad gave me the thumbs up. Castillo gave me the, the prayer hands. Zoe, Jesus hands. Earl going to dro uh, drop a trash a thrashing again. That's correct. That's his plan. But uh, thanks, guys. I'll see you in the comments over on YouTube on the Perfect Soccer Gamer that I'll be dropping here in the next maybe like five, ten minutes. All right, guys. See you guys next week. Quincy Ameriqua here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and see you guys in the next episode. Thank <laughs> you.